You're listening to the Future Tech Health Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Until I reached age 40, I never realized the obvious, that we all have medical issues, or we at least have a family member or close relation that had, has, or will have them in the future. Medicine and biological systems are the final frontier. Until we've conquered death, figured out how life began, cured cancer, and understood our purpose in the universe, there's a heck of a lot to talk about when it comes to our health. Future Tech Health means I'll be covering futuristic topics that are actually already in clinical trials or even starting to appear on shelves or by prescription or available for your own use. We dive deep into stem cells, CRISPR-Cas9, the science of sleep, epigenetics, medical testing, cancer, ketogenic diets, stem cells, aging, regenerative medicine, and more. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a serious medical problem. Remember, however, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you enjoy the podcast, please listen, subscribe, like, and share it with friends. Thank you. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech and Future Tech Health podcast. I have Sam Bafla. He's the author of The Science of High Performance. So, Sam, how are you doing? Thanks for coming. Uh, thank you very much, Richard, for giving me this opportunity to uh, share my message with your audience. Yeah, great, yeah. great to be here. Well, tell me, so what's the, uh, the book about, The Science of High Performance? What kind of performance are you going to talk about in the book? Yeah, precisely, uh, you know, uh, this book is talking about how anyone who is willing to perform at the higher level uh, can uh, explore their inner potential and uh, harness that inner potential to reach the, to those higher levels it's all about you know uh, not it's it's not specifically related to any 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 kind of sports thing or specifically uh, precisely uh, this performance when you're talking about this performance could be into your uh, uh, day job it could be into your business it could be into any kind of physical activity. So wherever you want to perform better and deliver better results, how, what kind of strategies you should use from mental perspective, from physical perspective, this book covers each aspects of it and how you can reach to you to a flow state where you could perform at the peak levels for a longer period of time. Hmm. I have explained the strategies about that in this book. Well, what inspired you to write the book? What have you done in your own life? to help yourself get into flow or to have peak performance? Hmm. Uh, a very good question. So precisely, uh, my background is I was a, a corporate lawyer for a period of 17 years. Hmm. And then uh, I switched uh, one and a half year back into a full-time writer. So uh, the example of my performance is that uh, so far, uh, I have written 18 books uh, into personal development arena. I write about uh, how to conquer negative beliefs, how to perform at uh, high levels, or how to accelerate your learning, how to improve your mindset, and how to think better. So my uh, so far, I have written 18 books, as I told. And well. uh, I have been uh, featured in top 50 Amazon authors into business and money category. Hmm. Uh, and uh, most of my books have touched Amazon bestseller. So this is like example of how I, how I have performed uh, in this career as an author at higher levels and uh, become consistent and uh, uh, conquer my own fears. So uh, this journey of uh, being into author has, has been a very, you know, 
top seat we ride of uh, thinking of new ideas and researching about that and then uh, imbibe those things into my life so and then sharing my message the wisdom i gain from all the research and then my own life experiences i have captured everything in my books so that's why i find that uh, uh, you know uh, this kind of decision is a bold decisions after 17 years if you move to a different career it requires uh, you know some courage to burn the boots and then get into a altogether non traditional kind of a way right. so i feel yeah. myself that uh, you know this uh, journey of mine is a kind of a performing at a very high level so out of all the uh, the things that you worked on to improve yourself were some harder than others were some uh, more beneficial to you than others like tell me about your journey you know what did you work on to change in yourself and what was it like when you did it yep uh yeah when when i would say that when uh, you take such kind of uh, different path which is uh, beyond the conventional path of doing a day job or doing a regular business of like a brick and mortar business so as i i mean i'm from india so here though the environment is catching up but still i don't find uh, many people in my ecosystem who are doing uh, uh, more of uh, this kind of thing which i'm doing there are bloggers of course but uh, specifically authors who are producing books into uh, at such a good pace i don't find any of other people here so i of course uh, there are times when i was feeling like lonely and uh, even after writing five six books i have uh, at at some point of time i was feeling like an imposter syndrome like uh, the mm. feeling that if even if even if you have achieved a kind of a success which others uh, really you know look forward to to achieve i was uh, like at that point of time featured in amazon top 50 i my books were running as best selling books till i was having some feeling in my mind that no there is something which could be caught out this feeling is called imposter syndrome as you know mm. so in those period of time you have to stay motivated and keep doing the work so all kind of research i was doing the people i was listening to on the podcast like the podcast shows like yours where uh, you know we listen to different kind of people sharing their experiences so although the journey was lonely in the physical environment but i have been uh, priming my mind for a long period of time through reading books or online courses or listening to these types of podcast shows or uh, youtube interviews so i have been able to overcome those periods uh, successfully and then the the kind of books i write like the power of self discipline the gift of grit so when you write such kind of books it gives a moral responsibility upon you to you know follow what you are preaching so this period has period has helped me to uh, imbibe that knowledge into my own life and uh, look at my own uh, self talk going in my head power of my self talk look uh, look at uh, specifically on my emotions how my thoughts are creating different kind of feelings and emotions and then if i could look at those those thoughts as a uh, different from myself then i can at least work on improving those the quality of those thoughts so i write about personal development so all personal development starts for from self so mm. i'm very well aware about that and it's a journey you never reach at a peak because every time you reach the place there is something ahead lying of you it's a journey so i am mindful of that and uh, yeah this journey is really helping me to uh, 
uh, evolve myself as a person as I'm exploring the life. Okay. Well, along the way, what have you found, you know, what kind of changes have you made in yourself that surprised you because they were so effective or they impacted you and you never imagined they would impact you that way? Like, do you have any specific examples? Uh, yeah, if I talk about some specific examples, um, I could remi- I could uh, think of uh, one or two examples. Uh, for example, uh, let me, you know, uh, a couple of years back, I was uh, like slightly overweight. I was not uh, doing regular exercise. And uh, then I decided that I would be running a 10-kilometer marathon. So... <laughs> So then I started doing, uh, based on all this information which I was gaining in my mind and uh, getting inspiration, I gave me myself a challenge that in a period of 12 weeks, I will run 10 kilometers. So then I looked online and looked at some resources, how to do the training. So training for that particular run, uh, how much time you spend every day, what kind of steps you need to take for recovering yourself. So the process of achieving any goal was uh, reverse engineering. I learned from that uh, particular experience is that you have to reach at a particular goal, then you have to reverse engineer as to how much preparation you need to do for achieving that particular goal. So then I structured my whole routine, daily routine as per that, like what kind of exercise regime I need to do, how much I have to run on a daily basis, or when I take breaks to recover, and uh, then what kind of diet I need to have, what kind of thinking I need to develop in terms of uh, getting disciplined, waking up early, doing exercises, running. So this was, I mean, apparently from the outside, it's a physical it's a physical uh, achievement of running that much, but a lot of stuff, uh, I mean, as as you, as we say that 90, in the sports itself, 90% game is a mental game. So the process is about, if you want to grow, then you have to put stress plus as well as you have to recover alongside. And of course, there is a, uh, you know, if you want to grow, you have to give a, have a particular amount of stretch to yourself and then you have to recover yourself. If you go into the gym and keep doing heavy weights over and over, then your muscles will burn out and you won't be getting into injury. So mm-hmm. there is a proper balance between how much stress you have to give and then uh, how much recovery you need to do. So stress plus recovery is a combination for a uh, growth. So, like all these kinds of stuff, I was learning, implementing. So then I was able to uh, comfortably run for 10 kilometers for a long period of time. And then I participated in the race, and I, I I successfully completed it. And this experience is this kind of experience is basically uh, transform your mindset that you can achieve success in this way. So at least uh, then then you can uh, replicate the process for achieving any other kind of stuff. So. So whenever I recall of some challenge or anything, I, I I think of the previous experiences, what I did in that that experience, and then I uh, replicate the process. So those kind of experiences are really helpful, and uh, uh, you you can uh, uh, basically apply those experiences to any new kind of challenges in your life. That's what I feel. Okay, and did you succeed at running the uh, the the 10k, or was it a 12k or 10k? 10k. Yeah, I I, I basically. Uh, the, the basically race was uh, finally for six kilometers, but I gave self I gave myself ten kilometer challenge. So I was personally running in the uh, you know on a daily basis. Uh, so I achieved ten k for myself. Race hmm. uh, 
the race uh, duration was race distance was 6 kilometers uh, it was a half marathon competition but 6 kilometer was a was a uh, uh, another uh, uh, version of that particular race so i completed that successfully but before that i was able to successfully run uh, 10 kilometers on my own that okay. was a personal challenge to And what what about getting into flow? You mentioned getting into flow. I've heard that a few times. Uh can you define what flow means and you know when in your life have you experienced it? What was it like? Yeah. Uh, so basically <clears throat> flow state is something in which you are so deeply immersed into doing something that you don't you don't remember of time. So uh this basically flow state has certain specific elements which uh, come into play. So when you so basically everything starts from your mental game and then you are working on something you are you really care about when you and uh, you know in flow state if you are having a feeling that you are growing you are contributing you you achieve a state of uh, internal happiness where where you don't feel the work like a work so uh, uh, there is a very good book by uh, mihali Chakshan Mihali, yeah. Ah, uh, Mihali Chakshan Mihali, mm-hmm. which talks about flow and uh, basically there's a uh, talk he he had given in which he described that uh, based on his studies and interviews of more than 800 people around the world, which could be like monks, which were like monks or blind nuns or Himalayan climbers, so they were enjoying their work a lot. So regardless of the culture or education, whatever, he found that there are certain specific conditions. when a person is found to be in a state of flow like uh, <clears throat> the person should be their persons are totally involved in what they are doing like their focus and concent- concentration there is a sense of ecstasy or of being outside everyday reality like they are into that state so there is a high level of inner clarity that what needs to be done how well we are doing and uh, then i mean they know that thing is challenging but they are also having a kind of belief that their skills are adequate to that task they can achieve they can do it uh, so as i said i mean they 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 have a sense of timelessness like uh, the hour seems to pass in minutes so and there is intrinsic motivation to do certain things so uh, there are two kind of motivation intrinsic motivation extrinsic motivation uh, for example if you uh, if somebody says that i want to lose weight of say uh, 20 pounds to look good to other people that is extrinsic motivation but if somebody says that i want to lose weight to feel a feeling of uh, inner vibrancy that mm. is a kind of intrinsic motivation so all these characteristics were found by uh, uh, mihali in that uh, particular book so so that is a state of flow and uh, and you know as as i said uh, the flow state requires you to uh, you know have very much clarity about what you want to do there needs to be uh, a feeling of uh, that you are taking that challenge but it's not like impossible thing to do you are taking challenge but you have a deep confidence into your abilities and skills so that's how people can get into state of flow if they keep on taking challenges if they're intrinsically motivated about the stuff to be done it's not something outside pressure which forces them to do if it is it is something which they are uh, from their inside are willing to do for a longer period of time so when they are doing certain things with all, uh, clubbed with all these all these inner traits so they 
start to get into the state of flow and the mind and my mind uh, basically supports and doing that kind of activity and things get done faster in that state so i have in the personal life experienced certain times in my corporate lawyer field as well when i was uh, working on some transaction so even if we are working until late 11 or 12 in the night mm. and still i was waking up early in the morning and going to office first person in the office and then doing those stuff so so i realized that yes when you are into that state you don't feel the work like feel work like work in my writing career also i have at times i have woken up at 4 4:30 am in the morning and when i start writing it seems like fingers are uh, i mean there is a the, the the way thoughts are coming to your mind the fingers are not supporting that speed because the way mind works in that at that point of time it really is uh, that state that you want more and more to be done so yeah that's the kind of flow state i'm talking about well i mean it sounds wonderful you know and i've heard about flow and all that but i haven't really heard anyone talk about how to get into flow you know they say if you're a high performance athlete that makes it a lot easier but what if you're a writer you know what if you're uh, doing other stuff like how do you get into a flow state how do you put yourself into it that seems to be like the big question absolutely i mean i understand your point uh, basically uh, athletes or sports are precisely doing physical work there is a measurable quality like you know they are doing that stuff people from outside can see it. but the first step is their internal state of mind so if i mean certain practices you do then you can get into that state of flow for example uh, you know if you are really loving your work then uh, the work doesn't seems to be uh, work it it becomes fun so you get into it and if the task is really very important to you the task is really important important to you then uh, you know if you love the work the task is important to you it is challenging but it is not too hard that you get uh, i mean you stretch yourself but you don't snap so basically you choose the task that way and you choose the you know quiet or peak time to do those if i am a writer if i am choosing a time where there are no distractions because of course we talk about will power a lot mm-hmm. but will power is also a muscle it gets it gets tired it needs rest so will power needs to be used at a time when you are at a peak level for example if somebody is a morning person somebody is a night person so if i am i'm a morning person if at the morning my will power is at the peak and there is really no distraction so so in that case you can get into that state quite quite uh, as compared to the uh, normal day time you get into the peak state quite uh, easily if there is no distraction because you uh, your will power is totally utilized into that focused activity so distractions if there are no distractions there is a clear quite moment with you you can get into that uh, uh, flow state so you have to uh, and uh, you know uh, i remember something from uh, the book uh, deep work from cal newport mm-hmm. where uh, you know people talk about uh, some if something is boring you should not do it or something but like in 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 high quality kind of work there would be time when things become difficult strenuous so you have to use your prefrontal cortex the upper the frontal side frontal lobe portion of our, our head to get into that work for a longer period so so by that thing what happens is that you gain uh, knowledge of that particular subject 
and it the, your mind transmits that knowledge into uh, limbic portion which is a subconscious mind so you automate uh, you know your uh, learning process if you if you basically transmit that knowledge to your subconscious mind because our conscious mind has uh, a limited capacity of remembering uh, a few items at a point of time but our subconscious mind has a very large capacity to store the things so if you if you are able to transmit uh, complex pieces of information by uh, by continuous focus then you you basically strengthen your subconscious mind and everything gets into your subconscious memory then when you are doing certain things if you are doing creative work like writing then yeah. if if your subconscious mind is uh, uh, storing more and more information then with the help of uh, that memory and your imagination this is a very uh, good combi- combo that your memory and imagination are working together you are taking support from your memory and then you are imagining that so this this combination uh, gives you a high level of creativity so you get into that state of flow by these kinds of things this is what i feel do you feel when you're in flow is it like a sudden change or is it a gradual feeling that comes over you like what have, how have you experienced it yeah um, it 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 feels it feels like when when you are into that state you are there is a emotional uh, kind of uh, there is a there is a feeling that uh, you are getting more done you don't want to stop and you are happy like there is a feeling of fulfillment that you are doing something important you are contributing and uh, and in the state of flow the ideas start coming to you at a very rapid pace you have to capture those ideas so it's a sense of uh, like something infinite intelligence communicating to you that yes uh, basically at that point of time you become a kind of conduit where something has to pass through you and you have removed all the obstacles or mental uh, self talk out of the way and something is you know flowing through you and you are you are basically creating that stuff so uh, that is what is the flow state where where you you yourself your logical mind your all kind of arguments which you make to not do anything or kind of uh, you stop doing certain things procrastinate things everything gets away on the side so what i have experienced is that uh, it's not like every day it happens but you know whenever it has happened it has given me that kind of feeling and uh, people who are high performance i'm sure that they feel these kinds of feeling more open because i have experience of corporate world i have experience of this uh, uh, solitude journey of writing so if i have experience so I, i know that the people uh, who i know who are working at the high performer high performer level they definitely experience these kinds of uh, flow state okay so <clears throat> have you interacted with um, people that have read i mean you've you've written tons of books uh, any feedback you've gotten in particular that uh, seems to repeat itself or questions people have or <clears throat> difficulties they have in achieving what you write about uh you know i i received uh, many emails from uh, uh, readers or some people shared their comments on social media also about my books for example when i was uh, i wrote a book called conquer your fear of failure i received uh, uh, you know few emails from the readers that they were going through 
tougher phase of life when they received my book. They found the st- because I have mentioned dozens of st- strategies in that book about how to conquer your fear of failure. So uh, you know, I received an email from some somebody in uh, uh, Nigeria. So they were basically you know that lady was saying that her husband is out of job from last two three years. So they were going through tough times. But uh, you know, one specific strategy about how one should use faith to conquer fear. Faith is a five-letter word. Fear is a four-letter word. Faith is mentioned in uh, Bible also to how you should have faith even if in the toughest of situations to uh, uh, overcome those periods and uh, keep working on that. So, so the strategies I mentioned in the book about how to conquer fear. So that was found very helpful. I received another email from somebody about my book called Discovery of Why. So you know the kind of reviews I received on book. So all this, uh, uh, I mean, in, the, in that review, basically, the person says that this book has come at a very opportune time for him. So he was struggling as to what kind of uh, impact he should make on his surroundings and environments, and how he should be feeling very happy about what he is doing. So this book helped him to basically connect with his uh, deeper self and then uh, give his own gift to the world in a in a in a in an effective way. So yeah, I I keep on getting these kinds of emails and the book reviews that I get is something which is um, uh, which is very rewarding for me. It's great as yeah. a, as an author. So what uh, what's left for you? What frustrates you? Or what new frontiers do you want to conquer that you haven't addressed yet? Uh, as I said, uh, the journey of personal development is a never-ending journey. So when you like, I mean, I have written so many books. So the next next uh, uh, levels for me, or basically next uh, uh, ventures which I want to do about is, uh, you know, I, I want to connect with more people because uh, I can now really see the, I've seen the both worlds. Like I was into corporate world, I was uh, meeting daily with new people and interacting with them. Now I'm into a virtual world. It's a kind of a solitude journey. Of, I'm a, I'm more of an introverted kind of person. I love the solitude. Uh, I love I love exploring my own mind. But uh, uh, I am selectively social also. Like I want to connect with people like you when who are who are on the same journey. So so I want to be more into a kind of uh, uh, interacting with people. So someday I mean I'm just planning to start my own podcast where I would be interviewing people about their journeys about and learn from them as well as uh, transmit that knowledge with uh, you know my interaction with those people to the outside world. That's my idea, and uh, probably uh, I'm also getting into some uh, online courses about about these personal development development topics. So that is something which I am thinking that in 2019 I would be more focusing on besides the book, because uh, you know my my website is swombatla.com and tagline I have put over there is that let's dream, uh, yeah. explore and evolve. So I want to. Uh, uh, so basically, I'm an explorer. I want to I explore this part of writing as a solitude journey. So now I want to touch upon other areas where I could, uh, you know, uh, explore the heights and then uh, see how it goes. So how what what kind of uh, things I learn, how it is financially rewarding, and uh, how I develop rich relationship with other people around. So yeah, it's a journey and. Uh, uh, I'm an into I'm into it from last one and a half year and it's quite quite 
going great my my books are also being translated into two different languages besides english it's vietnamese mm. and arabic and i'm hoping that in early 2019 i would be i mean those books would be published in those languages that's a good moment and i'm also in in uh, touch with one more publisher who is trying to publish it in a, another language so hopefully that will also come to in the next few weeks or so so yeah journey is going good and okay. i'm getting connected with the various other authors my work is being acknowledged so so far great going great what is it uh, how has how has it changed your relationships with you know loved ones and friends and everything as you have done so much personal development you know i mm-hmm. not everyone around you can do the same amount and i'm sure some people don't do any so how have your relationships mm-hmm. with everyone in your world changed for the better for the worst have they become strained have they become happier i mean what's your impression no relationships have definitely improved because uh, i i strongly believe in uh, uh steven covey's uh, this uh, maturity continuum like one is everybody start starts their life as a dependent person then they move to independent and then they move towards interdependent so dependence when the child is a child is born is like dependent from every perspective financial emotional mental so every physical everywhere he was dependent he is dependent but when the child grows up there is comes a stage which is called inter- independence so independence from the outside world may appear to be like financially independent but most people are emotionally dependent on other people for their own feelings so most of most people feel that uh, they are independent but from financial perspective they might be but from emotional perspective or other pers- other uh, mental perspective they might still be dependent on other people so this journey of myself uh, when i am researching about mindset about uh, Uh, you know how to conquer negative thoughts how to uh, change your mindset or how to uh, how to think intelligently so all that stuff has given me one specific thing that i am now able to see my thoughts and emotions separately from from myself at times i i see them so uh, hmm. the relationship with the other people has improved because now it appears that you know when somebody is reacting at some particular point of time in the earlier days i was i used to get angry but now i at least see their perspective from where they are coming from and then i understand that uh, you know also again again uh, i recall of uh, victor frankl's book the uh, the search i'm just missing the name the search no, man man search uh, for meaning yeah the man in search of meaning so basically there is a uh, gap between stimulus and response so in that gap humans have a control so if there is some stimulant coming in form of some anger or reaction from somebody else and then you have to react on that so there is a gap in between that so this journey has helped me to see at least that gap more clearly i at least can see that yes something is emerging from a particular thing and now i can see also that uh, how the why does the person is not able to uh, control their anger because they immediately look at the thing and then they start getting angry on that i can i can at least realize and see that and from my own side i can control my stuff and understand that person's perspective and behave differently which was not the case earlier i used to respond anger with my anger and then this uh, worsened the situation but now my relationship with my wife my kids has significantly improved so she understands me much better now i understand her much better so that has improved the bonding 
my relationship with friends also i mean i have limited number of friends but whosoever i have it is very deep close so that has improved so this journey uh, i mean i am a avid reader from last two decades so i have been reading 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 so i was somehow thinking that how to how to transform this uh, how to use this kind of knowledge which i have gained and earn my livelihood out of it so i am precisely living that life i am not reading law anymore i am reading life every day so mm-hmm. that transition has really helped me to uh, grow myself personally and in the journey i i am i'm sure that i would be touching so many lives that uh, they get impacted out of it and uh, that's the kind of uh, uh, achievement for me yeah no that's great very good so where can listeners start you have a whole ton of books more than most people i've ever heard of um you know if they want to learn more if they want to start on this journey where do you suggest they start what's a good place yeah uh um see as i said richard i'm thankful to you for giving me this opportunity to share my message so with your audience so i would uh, love to give a free copy of my uh, best selling book the science of high performance if uh, people want to get access to that so they can simply uh, cite my website somebatla.com /high h i g h so they can get access to my book for free in their desirable format of uh, downloading be it a kindle book or be it a pdf format so they can simply uh, get a copy and then they start reading it so so that's the easiest way to get access to uh, my work so and once they have uh, gone through that i have other books about uh, like living beyond self doubt conquer your fear of failure and uh, i have been writing a lot about thinking from last uh, in my last few books so i the latest book is the intelligent thinking which is going very great so, so from science of high performance which your audience can get access to be and i'm i'm sure that your your audience will definitely love uh, love this book because they will find a lot of wisdom nuggets into it which they could immediately start applying into their life as i as i'm as i personally found is beneficial while researching and writing about it so your audience will definitely love, love it so mm. this is my free gift to your audience so that uh, they could at least start to know my work and then after that i then i will be writing new books new on new topics so they can stay connected with me by joining my newsletter and i, I keep on sharing my uh, new books with people uh, at whenever they come so that would be the right point to start okay well, very good Well, Sam, uh, last thing, let's spell your name and the website to make sure people get it. So can you spell it for me? Yeah, my website is uh, somebatla.com. It is uh, S-O-M-B-A-T-H-L-A.com. S-O-M-B-A-T-H-L-A.com, sombatla. Yeah, yes, that's right. Okay, well, very good. Well, Sam, thank you for coming and uh, you know, keep the journey going. That's awesome that you're doing all this stuff and, uh, you know, the I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Yeah, pleasure is mine and thank you very much Richard uh, for giving me this uh, uh, you know platform to share my message with uh, at least some portion of the world which is connected with you and uh, they will now come to know about about my work. So thank you very much. Okay. You're listening to the Future Tech Health podcast with Richard Jacobs. Until I reach age 40, I never realized the obvious that we all have medical issues 
that we at least have a family member or close relation that had, has, or will have them in the future. Medicine and biological systems are the final frontier. Until we've conquered death, figured out how life began, cured cancer, and understood our purpose in the universe, there's a heck of a lot to talk about when it comes to our health. Future Tech Health means I'll be covering futuristic topics that are actually already in clinical trials or even starting to appear on shelves or by prescription or available for your own use. We dive deep into stem cells, CRISPR-Cas9, the science of sleep, epigenetics, medical testing, cancer, ketogenic diets, stem cells, aging, regenerative medicine, and more. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a serious medical problem. Remember, however, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you enjoy the podcast, please listen, subscribe, like, and share it with friends. Thank you.